everyone, and welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Well, this episode, Weekend Ramble Edition, once again. Now, perhaps you've had the pleasure or displeasure of um, listening to one of my weekend rambles, but it's pretty simple. Pretty shrimple, I said. Shrimple. I was trying to go with simple and straight, but obviously the word is really simple, not shrimple. Um, pretty simple concept. Um, I kind of just ramble on about what's been on my mind recently. Dreams, thoughts, observations, funny stories. Um, usually it's incoherent. And, um, you know, I've got some positive feedback on them, so I'm, I'm happy to continue doing them. I think it's a pretty interesting, um, you know, type of episode. I kind of like just turning on the mic and uh, getting to it. So, yeah, maybe you've heard them before, maybe you haven't, but just 20 plus or 30 plus minutes of me um, discussing what I've been up to. Like I said, um, I've gotten some lovely feedback. Very happy that uh, at least six of you out there. <laughs> I think it's been six emails. <clears throat> Very happy that six of you are uh, enjoying my weekend rambles. Um, it's amazing how at this point I've been doing the podcast for... Seven years, something like that, which is just crazy to think about. Seven years of doing this, eight years, a little hobby of mine that, um, truthfully, I have just as much love for it today as I did, you know, all those years ago. Um, Sometimes I think, like, I don't know, like, what would I be doing with my free time if I weren't doing this, you know? And obviously not that this takes up so much of my free time, but, you know, you gotta come up with some ideas or scripts sometimes. Sometimes you have to, you know. Obviously, I, I release a lot of ambient noise, you know, scenic kind of episodes as well. You know, it just depends on, on the episode, right? Hold on one second. I'm going to have a sip of my Four Sigmatic Coke here. Yes, and indeed, I am drinking Four Sigmatic Coffee still. I don't remember when was the last time I mentioned it. Um, but yeah, I still enjoy it. I still have an affiliate link. If you're interested in getting a discount, of course, I get a very minuscule little kickback. But, um, yeah, it's mushroom mushroom coffee, mushroom products. And I've been a big fan. I think it's very tasty. Their K-Cup um, little, um, let's call it, I think it's called the Focus Blend with Lion's Mane. I think it's, number one, very tasty, which is obviously critical, but... Number two, I think it does help me with my kind of focus and clarity. 
for the most part. It hasn't helped me today. I'll be transparent with you guys. But yeah, description, show description, episode description will have the uh, link where, again, if you go and check it out and buy something, I get a small commission and it's a 10% discount for you. So it's a win-win, as we say in in the podcast industry, as they say in every industry. Just a win-win across the board. Um, let's see. So today, I would say the last 12 hours for me have been one of those cycles where I get into my own head about very simple, <laughs> like, every day you're, you're, you're tasked with certain issues or objectives that you want to accomplish and sometimes I get in my own head so deeply about such simple little tasks that don't even necessarily have a right or wrong. It's just, what do you want to do about it? So for me, sometimes I do have a very bad habit. I will be honest with you. I have a bad habit where sometimes I will get so paranoid about something and it, it sort of like forces me into this like, sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's like two hours, sometimes it's 12 hours. It's not to say that it's a 12 hour, you know, like intense focus, but it's like, should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? What should I do here? Should I do this? So the paranoia that got into me recently was, should I change all of my passwords. That was a paranoia. And the reason why is because I read about a, um, I don't remember, T-Mobile, AT&T, I don't remember. But anyway, one of the large cellular providers uh, had a data breach, you know, even though in, in the report I read, you know, there was information leak, but it wasn't very serious. In other words, it, it wasn't like your password or your social security number or, you know, that's what they say is that it wasn't any sensitive data. But then I kind of think, well, should I just go ahead and change all my passwords just to be double safe, triple safe, quadruple? And so with me, it's very cyclical. And it's, you know, how you have like the five stages of grief or whatever. I have like the three to five stages of paranoia. So the first one is the discovery of a problem. And so then I kind of try to analyze the problem in my head. Okay, how big of a problem is it? Do I have to do something? Okay, what happened here? Where do I... Okay, that's the first stage for me. Then the second stage for me is assume the worst, (laughs) which is, again, absurd. Don't do this. Makes no sense. But I'm thinking, oh, definitely, all my information has been leaked. Dude, no, it hasn't. But it takes me, like, a little while to remember that. Third stage is solutions, right? What can I do? I can change all my uh, passwords. I can cancel all my services. I can 
change my name legally. It's like, that's how far down I go. I'm thinking, okay, how do I employ this in the future? How big is... So really, what is a, you know, let's call it not a big problem. I just tend to make it a bigger problem than it has to be. I'm going to sip a little bit more coffee here. One moment, please. Really is delicious. Um, so what stage was I on? I think I was on um, problem solving. So again, mind you, you know, it's pretty funny. I mean, I, I encourage you to sort of laugh and poke fun at how ridiculous I get sometimes. What is really a very small issue. Now, why is it a small issue? Because in this particular case, the data that was leaked was not particularly sensitive. Now, let's be honest, guys. We live in a time where your information is out there. It's fine. It's part of, like, the very fabric of our everyday life now. So... This notion that you have to, you know, dramatically change everything, change your name, it's just not practical. But, I mean, it's literally a thought that passed through my head. I think stage four for me is then debate internally. Do I do something? Do I not do something? And this is by far the most frustrating stage for me personally, because it is the stage where... I've now come up with both small and big solutions, according to me. I've come up with short-term fixes, medium-term fixes, and long-term fixes. I've come up with 50 strategies to combat this, this issue that I've made, again, from something so very small and so very simple to fix to, again, this massive thing. I think, you know, all of us to some degree can do this with certain issues. You know, I think it's very common for us to make our problems feel bigger than what they really are. So again, if anything, I'm just sharing this with you so that you see how ridiculous we can be sometimes. And again, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this in fun. This is not, you know, again, I'm, I'm encouraging you to either laugh at me right now or be so bored that you just fall asleep. Um, so that debate phase, that debate step in my four, five, six stages of paranoia, like I said, that is by far the most obnoxious because I've come up with all these solutions and then it's like battle, it's an internal struggle. Do I do this or do I do that? Do I do this or do I do that? And yeah, frankly, today, this morning prior to hitting record was one of those days where I was so involved in trying to, you know, do something as a response to this paranoia that came up in me, this obsession that came up in me, that I nearly didn't record today. Like, that's how silly... I can be about these things where, you know, I have a schedule. I try to be very respectful towards my schedule. Because as you can see, if I'm not respecting my schedule, I sometimes allow my mind to just wander off into any which direction. And so 
I was very prepared to change, like I said, all of my passwords. I was prepared to change the email associated with most of my accounts. I was prepared to um, apply for a new credit card. That, you know, again, I don't know what that has to do with the data breach, but I was like, okay, I'll just have one credit card that deals with everything, and that credit card I'll link to a different address. Guys, again, not necessary. Not the security and your information should be treated lightly, but I think it's like a problem I think is truly however big you make it. You know, if, if in your head you make it this this absolute mountain of an issue, then you know, you have a mountain in front of you. If you see it for what it is and tackle the issue for what it is, I think 99% of the time we see that it really is not this big scary thing. It's just something that is. Okay? It's just something that is. We don't have to make a small data breach or leak. You know, that now you have to change your identity and set up seven different P.O. boxes for your Amazon orders. and <clears throat> Just not necessary. Right, not not necessary, not. But you know, again, I'm being transparent. That's sort of. Since this is the weekend ramble edition, figured, uh, like I said, I kind of share what was going on there. Now you may ask me what I ended up doing um, with respect to the breach. And uh, the solution was very simple. I just changed my password associated with that particular account. Uh, I think Google has a feature that allows you to do like a security check. So any, I have like three other accounts that I barely don't use, pretty much I don't use. But Google itself pretty much advised me that the information, like the passwords and the emails could have been compromised from another leak. I changed those. That's it. That's it, you know, not necessary at all to freak out over something. There was always a very simple solution in front of me, and I decided to make it this massive thing. And so, again, hopefully you're getting a good chuckle out of it, or that you're so bored you're falling asleep to it. But I guess... You know, I'm hoping that that serves as a little funny story so that whenever you have a an issue, small, medium, you know, that you kind of just see it for what it is and you tackle that issue for what it is. So, I think moving on or moving back to the observation, I think the notion that I've been recording this podcast for seven or eight years really strikes me as amazing it's amazing to me that some of you have potentially stuck around from the beginning you know either very consistently or on or off i'd like to ask you the question directly i mean if you've been listening to the show from the beginning you know maybe what was the first episode you listened to that you can remember what kind of episodes do you like if you're a new listener, what episodes kind of caught your attention? It's very interesting. I mean, again, I feel very grateful, very, very grateful 
when I read emails from people that say, you really helped me sleep recently. You're the only one to help me sleep recently. Sleep recently. You know, it's interesting. I think because of the amount of time that I've been doing this, and I think because of sort of how normal it is for me at this point to record and edit and release content, I sometimes forget or I minimize how important this show is for some of you. And it's very, again, it's very gratifying to know that I have a small impact on a few of you out there. So, you know, I say thank you. Of course, thank you for listening and thank you for giving it a try and for sticking around. You know, I remember to this day, like it was yesterday, I remember recording the very first episode for the show. I remember just having an idea and really wanting to, you know, explore it. I mean, if you've listened enough, you, you know, I've spoken about it, so I don't want to necessarily repeat myself. So, moving on, next topic, I'm going to share some insight into what the rest of my day looks like and why I'm not looking forward to it too much. Coming up soon, I have to go to a friend's lunch slash dinner, and it's one of those things I'm sure you can relate. Someone that you're you're, you're close with, you know, it could be a family member, it could be a friend, but it's not someone that you're like best friends with or someone that you really relate with. So it's like you're on good enough terms where it's almost as if, okay, of course you're going to go, but then you go and you're just okay acquaintances with this person. And so then you have to obviously try to integrate with you know, their family or their friends. And I think it'll be fun. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad time. But I am kind of <laughs> dreading having to get up and go and do that. Today is one of those days where, honestly, if you could tell me that I could just record a couple episodes for the show and go for a walk, you know, get a little bit of sun on my face, and then pretty much just watch sports and or movies and or TV shows for a few hours. Maybe order some food in. That would be heaven today for me. I would love nothing more than to do that. But then here's the thing. Am I saying that because... is Okay. Is today one of those days... That I really just want to stay home because I know I have to leave? Or is it really just one of those days? You know, like, you, you never, I think, really know. Because part of it, is, I think, is internally, because I'm not really looking forward to going to this place, it's one of those days where I'm like, okay, I really just want to stay in. But I have a feeling that if I had no plans... then perhaps I'd be saying the opposite. 
perhaps I'll be saying, oh, today I really want to go and do something. I want to go to the gym and then I want to go have dinner with friends. <laughs> perhaps that's the, the contrarian in me that I always want to just do the opposite of what I'm doing. Who knows? Certainly a, a thought, for sure. But I mean, to be frank, in general, I am, you know, big time homebody. I mean, I'm, last weekend, I went out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, I got home incredibly late. Saturday, woke up, took a few hours to myself, went back at it. Got home not nearly as late as Friday night, but pretty late for me. Woke up Sunday, and then, you know, it's a sports day, so had other plans for Sunday. Did not get home late, but just felt so tired, right, because of so much movement. And no kidding, I'm the type of person that if I go out for that weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I have it my way, I need like two weeks <laughs> to recharge. <laughs> Some people, I think, find that alarming, because... You know, on one hand, you have me, and then on the other hand, I know people that basically it's Friday, Saturday, every weekend. It's not necessarily coming home at 6 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning, but pretty much every weekend, it's like we're out, we're doing something. For me, not so much. Gotta be honest. I'm gonna take a little bit, another little sip of coffee over here. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely just not me. What can I say? I like to be home, man. I like to, I like to keep my day very compact. You know, I like to, I love to, I love to record for the podcast. I love to edit for the podcast. I love to catch up on work, kind of like at my leisurely pace. I love to go to walk, go for walks, excuse me. I love to go to the gym. Even though the gym is one of those things where I love the idea of going to the gym. <laughs> and then very frequently I get to the gym and I'm thinking, God, I can't believe I'm back here. <laughs> yeah, because it's challenging, right? And so especially on a weekend when you're you're purportedly trying to relax and unwind to then do something challenging. It, it obviously is necessary. I'm not suggesting that, you know, I get in and I do the work. And then, of course, when I'm done, I'm thinking, oh, I'm so glad I did it. That's just always the case, right? Like, whenever you're done with it, you're almost always, you know, exceptionally happy that you went in and put in the work. But the anticipation of going, I actually like the anticipation. You know, I like putting on my sweater and getting there and usually once I walk through the doors it's like oh god I can't believe I'm back here can't do that again not always of course and yes I do wear sweaters every time I work out a very good friend of mine that uh, he and I work out together very frequently you know it depends it's kind of like a seasonal thing it depends what his work schedule is like but 
Um, it's not uncommon for us to go, no kidding, like three, four weeks where every workout we're doing it together. Um, which I enjoy, you know, I enjoy working out with him because I think he's a very good gym partner. You know, pretty much he allows me to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm doing today. And he just kind of tags along. And obviously when we're, um, working out so frequently together, our schedules kind of like naturally align and what we're focusing on naturally aligns. So, you know, and he's one of those guys that he helps push you, but he's not unfair and vice versa. You know, you, you try to push him and he's cool with it and, you know, he, he never complains. But, you know, occasionally he thinks that I'm, like occasionally he'll just say how he thinks I'm crazy for wearing a sweater when I work out. But the gym is cold, man. Gym's here in, in the USA. I mean, the AC is just cranked up, you know. And like I can be get us, I can be sweating. Like I, I run warm. It's not like I'm a cold person, body temperature wise, by nature. Um, but I don't know. I got like once I get into the gym, I just feel frozen. I mean, I'm talking like I'll wear shorts, of course, but I'm wearing an undershirt, I'm wearing a sweater, and I'm wearing a hat, and I'm putting my hood up. Like, I want to be boiling for when I'm working out. And he thinks it's, again, just the craziest thing when I pull up and I'm just totally, 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 like, covered <laughs> from head to toe. And to be frank, I'm, I'm thinking of upgrading the shorts to sweatpants. Like, that's how warm I want to be when I lift. Because that's the thing, it's like... I want to feel my muscles be warm. I want to feel my body really warm. And also by wearing a sweater, I find it to be very... I find it less distracting than if I were, you know, in a t-shirt or in a tank top. Because, tank top? Is that what you call it? Wife beater? I don't know what's... I don't want the tank top. I don't know. Sleeveless shirt, whatever. It's just not as... Um, distracting because you know since you're not able to like really see the specifics of how you're looking you know you don't get distracted by looking in the mirror like that looks good that looks bad I look great I look terrible you know you kind of just focus on going through the, the routine and I that's kind of how I try to view my lifting in general is like I'm practicing the lifts you know, I'm not always trying to do a PR. I'm not always trying to push myself to the point of injury or, or um, you know, exhaustion necessarily. I'm just trying to practice, and then I try to be diligent about my dietary routine, even though that is, of course, exceptionally challenging, at least for me personally. The same friend that I have the pleasure of going with to the gym very frequently. You know, he'll tell me, oh, for lunch I had a can of tuna, four saltine crackers, and um, 
a tomato and lettuce salad with a little bit of olive oil. And that fills him up. He loves it. He's satisfied. Hits a spot. For me, it's like, I want chocolate. I want bacon. I want, you know, greasy. I want pizza. I want I want all of it. So that is for me. It It's not hard for me to get into the gym. It's hard for me to be good outside the gym, you know. And of course, while then I'm lifting, I'm lamenting like, God, maybe I shouldn't have eaten. Like, I don't even think I eat that bad, but for me, it's about like the quantity, right? Like a little bit of chocolate is okay, but you know, don't eat the whole giant Hershey's bar. I mean, I guess speaking of going to the gym, theoretically, I do have time to head to the gym before having to go and uh, partake in this lunch slash dinner that I mentioned earlier in the episode. So I do think with that, I'm going to sign off. I'm not sure where this edition of uh, the Weekend Ramble, I'm not sure where you would rank it. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you're asleep at this point. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to discuss this episode, another episode, whatever's on your mind, you can always email me at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.